Welcome aboard Dice Wars, a Yutini role-playing production. The Patreon show that dives into the wide world of published Star Wars RPG systems. Grab your favorite dice, photocopy that character sheet, and open up the theater of your mind for the journey ahead. And now, welcome your Game Master, Caleb Laminak. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Dice Wars, a Utini role-playing production. My name is Caleb, and this is the show where I'm sure you know by now that we play through several of the, uh, well, every single published RPG system created for the Star Wars universe. Currently, we're in my third story arc, The Famine of the Soul, playing the Saga system. And I'm joined by, uh, by my ever-present and always wonderful co-hosts and players, uh, who will go ahead and quickly introduce themselves, starting with Gia. Hi, I'm Gia. I'm a writer for Utini, and I am playing Rook Dorini a teenage Umbaran scoundrel and outlaw tech who grew up orphaned on the streets of Karelia. I'm Emmy. I'm also a writer for Utini, and in this game, I'm playing a character called Lancer, who is a female Twi'lek um, who is maybe starting to have positive emotions again. We'll see. I'm JG Cars. I am playing TZ8, who is a repurposed Magnadroid, who is definitely far out from the Clone Wars, uh, but still finding himself into some trouble here and there. Excellent. So with that, uh, let's go ahead and get into the uh, the opening crawl for today's episode, uh, Session 4. Uh, here we go. A deadly race behind them, and a dangerous gamble ahead. Our group returns to the Red Tide Casino on a tip from the smuggler leader that there might be a tie into the murdered duke there. But another, another force might be at play. Lady Gaw might be attempting to buy into the Plasteel Pride and extend her Hutt's family's influence. Okay, so again, to kind of set the scene, um, you guys have just come out from your docking bay where you talked to T-Lane, the mm-hmm. uh, droid uh, smuggler boss, he kind of pointed you in two rough directions. Apparently the Duke who has been murdered, whose um, you know, murder you're trying to solve, was seen, you know, uh, was kind of a proprietor or liked to hang around the Red Tide Casino. Uh, but also there's a uh, a new force in the uh, on the opposite, like, suite of the, uh, of a hut lady, a hut mistress, who's moved in with a lot of money and a lot of goons and is trying to make some noise, for lack of a better term. So, uh, you decide to hit up the casino first, so that's where I got my notes pulled up here. Mm-hmm. Again, the Red Tide Casino, it's, it's kind of like a classic, like, 50s, like, you know, 50s, 60s, like, Las Vegas-style casino. Uh, has big red lights all on the outside. It's kind of on the main promenade in a fairly good corner location. Um, it's maybe a little less busy than it was last time. You know, there's, they're not running any specials, any uh, events there. So all sorts of people are, are welcome as you're, as you're walked in, scanned by security droids to make sure that you're not bringing in any major contraband. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a slower night here. Um, you know, um, you know, what are, what's your kind of your uh, modus operandum? Are you just here to kind of like look around first or try to meet with the uh, boss? Like, how are you, uh, approaching this situation i think rook is gonna oh sorry not rook i'm trying to play gia's character um (laughs) i think lancer is gonna um instruct rook and tz to uh if we don't mind splitting apart and just all kind of walk around and um maybe make a perception roll and listen in on what little conversation may be happening in a slow casino at night is everyone else good with that? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Cool. All right, splitting the party. Perfect, perfect. So um, <laughs> let's start with a TZ. Like, you know, you're not allowed to play gambling games, TZ, since yes. you're just, you know, they can't, like, regulate that too much. But so what what, what does a droid, a uh, bodyguard droid do at a uh, casino? That's a good question. I think TZ, I think TZ will just walk around and just look and, and just pers- and try to see what's going on. I mean, obviously can't play the games and there's not really much he can do. So, but I think he's going to just, you know, casually try to just blend in and uh, as much as he can for a Magna Guard and uh, just snoop, uh, yeah. be well, nebby. I'll, I'll have you roll a perception check in a, in a second. Rook, um, you know, you're allowed to drink here because you can see over the bar. That's kind of a requirement. It's if, as long as you can look over the bar, you can uh, get a drink. So what is Rook doing at this place? Okay, I'd say Rook's going to order a drink. 
and then she's just gonna listen just see what she overhears and and look around and try to see who she notices if she can tell who the boss is at this joint or just get the lay of the land absolutely yeah um let me see here perfect all right and in emmy what's uh our lancer uh you're the one who suggested this uh, split up is there anything you specifically mm-hmm. are looking for i think um i actually still have some tokens from the last time we visited this casino okay. so i think i'm gonna go up to like one of the games that involves multiple people um like a you know maybe a sabak table if they have it or something like that um and just just listen in on the conversation. There's a Spock table if you want to actually like play a game. There's also a uh, roulette table as well. Okay. I think Lancer actually would go to the roulette table because she would feel less intimidated there. Exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, while Lancer's making their way to the uh, roulette table, uh, TZ and Rook, why don't you go ahead and give me uh, rolls here? I have a 17. 17, perfect. Uh, TZ has a 24. Okay, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Um, alright, we'll start with Rook there. Uh, as you're, like, saddle up to the bar and, you know, you know, request one from the auto barkeep, they uh, slide up a drink to you. Do you like, does she order, like, a, a Shirley Temple, a beer, or, like, you know, what, does she even know what she wants? I don't think she really knows. I don't think she's a big drinker, but she's trying to fit in. And I don't think she wants anything super strong. So you probably like make, make I don't know if she makes like a newbie mistake, like Karelian a- ale straight, <laughs> probably, you know, probably something like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you'll, you'll get a, a drink there. Um, as I said, the bar is a fairly quiet. There's probably like two, maybe three other people here. Um, though on count towards the, like several seats down, there's a, you can't have noticed that there's a person who appears to be kind of intently watching, you know, out across the crowd here. Well, intent might be a little strong word. They seem to be about your age, maybe 17, 18 ish. They're human male with like, you know, you know, fairly pale skin and like a blonde hair. They have a almost what seems like a permanent just smirk on their lips. It's just kind of staring out and, and watching everyone here. They kind of look you up and down and it's been, maybe about five seconds too long, like really like studying you for lack of a better term before they count their eyes, move on and start you know, looking around. Wow. Um, I, I don't know. I think Rook would be curious and a little surprised. She's, it's not easy for her to just go up to a guy at a bar, start talking, but she does have a job to do. So um, I'd say she just, tries to casually enter into conversation with him but yeah you slide closer and like try to introduce yourself but he 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 kind of like looks you now up and down with a cursory sort of look and just kind of maintains this kind of smile and and just kind of pleasantly like mm -hmm, like nods along rook's greatest skill is not charm and usually (laughs) lancer does a lot of the talking so i'm just not sure how how good this how great she is at this uh, do you want to roll a, like, hmm, let me see here, like a gather information, maybe not gather information, how about like a persuasion to try to get on their good side here? Alright, I don't have any special skills with persuasion, but um, I'll do a roll. Yeah, add your charisma and half your level. Okay, add my charisma. Yeah, and I don't have much charisma, so... Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh no, I rolled a three and my charisma is a one in my level. So that's a <laughs> six. Uh-huh. Like, um, oh boy. I'm not saying it's like the worst thing, but you do get like, you know, like you, you suddenly you feel like you de-age like five, six years to you. Like you're awkward. Like, you know, you feel like you still have pimples on your skin and like whoever this is, it's just like, they almost like seem to feed off your discomfort. They they don't really say anything to you, but you know, they just kind of like after a couple of minutes, they'll do you the grace and just stand up and, and, and walk out. Oh God. How <laughs> humiliating. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, TZ, you said you got like a 25 there. 24. Yeah. 24. Okay. Perfect. That that's enough for you to kind of wander around. Uh, you see often like, you know, 
uh, there seems to be like a, a kind of a, an upper like area that you didn't notice the first couple times, like, you know, almost above the entire gambling thing. There's like a, t- looks like a lower like platform there. As you see what looks like several people are in security towards are up there and just observing, just watching. And you see up there a, uh, a Bonfin. You know, she's like in a, you know, has like a well-groomed face, you know, wearing a fairly like business casual or a bit like kind of a business pantsuit sort of thing. And she has like almost deep auburn red fur. Uh, is she talking to anyone else? She's just by herself? She's uh, she's up there and she's occasionally she'll pull out a comm link and like chat in. And she's like looking pretty intently at a um at the roulette table that Lancer just at. Uh, stepped up to. I'm gonna walk up to her. She's like, oh, very like, like it's, it's almost like it's almost like a like she's in like a state like a like almost a sky crane like you know she's up like above like mm. imagine if this was a stage she's up in the, like the uh, loft or the mm. the, uh, the AV team almost. So you like normally unless you're specifically looking up there, which all the sight lines and everything are designed so that you would never you know look up. You know you would never notice. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, okay. Alright, so, Lancer. Are you the sort of person who bets it all on red? (laughs) (laughs) No, Lancer's very uh, methodical, I would say. Um, So I think she would... uh, She's got, let's see, 100 tokens at the moment, so I think she would bet like 25 tokens. um, And we'll say on red. On red, okay. Um, Yeah. 25 on red. Let me see what the thing is. There, you know, um, okay. Reds are the odds. Uh, you'd lose it, unfortunately. It comes up black. Mm. Okay. Um, wow, you know, but they're striking out here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but there, but, but there's a, a, a very large human next to you. Mm-hmm. Large, um, how do I describe him here? Uh, you know, he's, uh, he has kind of dark, very dark skin and like his uh, dark hair that's starting to get whitening out on the thing. He's huge and bulky and, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, he looks like he's been there for a while, but he takes his, uh, like a a stack of, uh, of bets and puts it all on a, uh, on a specific, um, uh, number, um, you know, on like a, like a completely random number, like red 16, Okay. Um, I'm going to look at him and say, feeling pretty confident about that. Well, he kind of turns to you. He's a pretty gruff uh, voice. Sometimes you got to uh, really put yourself out there, but that's not a recommendation. This is just a an old man trying to make his way here. No, I kind of like it. Um... And then I think Lancer is going to put 25... Actually, no. Let's just do it. She's going to put her remaining 75 on, uh, like, I guess the specific number of, like, red 12. Red 16, or it was, yeah. Okay, yeah, whatever his was, yeah. Okay, Um, let me see here. Like, he he has a pretty sizable stack there. Um. So it's one in thirty-five here. So uh, there's the, the the wheel rolls and rolls and rolls, um, but it does finally come to a stop. On look at there, red sixteen. Um, Lancer is going to turn to him and say, "Wow, I I don't think I expected that. Um, you play here often." No, this is my first time, and the good thing about traveling like I do is when you know there's a a big tough uh when you uh you know when you're not welcome anymore, so he'll he'll reach over and as they push him his winnings, he like takes it up and and, and kind of limps over he has looks like his like right leg is almost like seized up there, so he'll mm-hmm. slowly uh, limp over there okay I'm gonna also take mine and and leave with him and um try to carry on this conversation and just say, uh, you know, um, obviously I've never met you, but I, I knew a guy who used to tell me things like that. And he was usually right too. 
good. I'm hope that my kind of, uh, stops and kind of things. I have a so like a she's like a daughter to me that I hope I'm treating her in the right way here. She doesn't listen much, but I'm glad <laughs> you did. I'm glad I did too. Um, I don't know her either, but I imagine she's she probably looks up to you more than she lets on. <laughs> I hope she does. She as as they uh, cash out, JG. You know, while you saw all this going on, you saw once this man put his money onto red red sixteen. You saw um the lady, whoever was up in the top thing, like she can't talk something into her comlink and then walk down and like kind of walked out of sight. At this time, uh, you know, you see her, JG, reappear, or TZ, she reappears out at the uh, at the cashier's table. As you glance her now, you see a kind of a redskin bothan come out and say, oh, you're cashing out already? Well, we can go ahead and make our arrangements. Do you want this? Um, she kind of, then she kind of notices that you're there, Lancer. It's like, oh, do you both want this out in cash? I'll take mine in, in cash. Excellent, excellent. Um, she will, um, you know, indicate that her to prepare to go ahead and prepare that. You said you put all 75 in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see here. 75 times 35 is you get 2,600 credits. Yay! <laughs> Big money. That's more than I had before. Exactly. So that's, well, thankfully, since it's under 5,000, you don't have to um, uh, sign that out. Um, how about you, uh, Mr. She kind of looks up and down to the man next to you. Uh, I'm afraid with yours, you'll have to provide some form of identification. Sure, sure. You can call me Mr. Urso. That's, that's a good, yeah, Mr. Urso. How do you Mr. spell that? Uh, hang on. Star Wars. How is how is her name spelled? Now I'm like remembering every person that's U R S O. U R S O. Exactly as as he says that that's uh, that'll be good for me. Your <laughs> calf chuckles. Well, he'll turn to you and says, "I have to leave the station now, so I uh, hope you don't mind." Oh, um, I I don't mind, but um. Is there, like, I don't know if there's, like, an equivalent to this in the Star Wars universe, but can I, like, give him, like, my comm number or something? Sure. <laughs> can, it, like, you, you can give, like, you'll ask if you want to change comm code. So, like, he kind of looks you up and down, like, you, uh, you a fighter? Yeah. Um, learning to be again, I would say. <laughs> in this galaxy, either, you either are a fighter or you get crushed. That's true. I've... Wish it wasn't, but that's what I've experienced. That's what I've been trying to teach my daughter Jin about. <laughs> oh God! Oh boy! <laughs> Oof! Me having a vision, like maybe teach your daughter to play with you instead. <laughs> she got to learn how to be tough. Says, uh, it says the large again, dark skinned man, white streak. And like big oh, in a limb. Yeah. Here. Okay. It's all coming together. It's saw. It, it's oh, saw. Yes. God. Oh, you're so good at these. <laughs> we can't right. let him go. We can't let him go. Listen, this is cameo time. Okay. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> with that, he'll up. Uh, she'll say, "Oh, uh, yeah." She'll up. Uh, the uh, the bonds and uh, bis- you know, proprietor will um, you know get his signature and he'll kind of limp off into the uh into the middle distance he will take your com link code though mm-hmm. okay. he does not give you his that's okay it makes, <laughs> it makes lancer feel better i think um then at that point lancer is almost maybe even like a little sidetracked from their mission and kind of coming back down to reality um because to her that felt almost like another extra meeting that she got to have with Kusa. Um, and then she sort of realizes like, oh, I'm on a mission right now. Like there are things at stake and she's going to start looking around for TZ and Rook. So says the uh, Bonson as you're start looking around here. Do you, I, I think I've noticed you here the other day. Um, do you often, are you staying here on the station long? Um, uh, not sure actually. Um, Probably just passing through. 
Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. You just uh, took uh, quite a deal of my money. Not that I will mind losing it too much, but I know it's not required. But what what was your name? Oh, um, <laughs> me, like, trying to think of any other uh, female <laughs> Star Wars name that I can give. I think Lancer would try to think of something else, and then, as I would, fail at it, and then say, oh, uh, uh, Lancer. Excellent, Miss Lancer. Well, I am, uh, I'm Neko Cage, the, uh, proprietress of this, uh, Otis Fine Gambling Hall, so I do appreciate you, uh, throwing your chance cubes in with us here, even for a little bit. Um, you know, is there anything else that we can be assisting you with? Ooh. Can I... Mm, I don't know if this would be gather information or perception, but, like, make a roll to see... Like, kind of feel her vibes and see... Let me see here. Sometimes not in this one here, so... Uh, there's not, like, a insight here, but give yeah. me a... Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Okay, that is a dirty 20. All right, totally. Um, she is genuinely curious about you. Uh, you definitely weren't necessarily in, like, what she thought. She definitely seems a little surprised by your presence and you having mm-hmm. won that, that, that role there. But she's definitely, like, interested in you because she feels like you can maybe do something for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, that's why she's maybe, like, uh, you know, touching base here, trying to feel you out here. Like, you know, she says, well... Yo, there's a show, we're about to have the music go on, so how about you and your friends, you know, you know take my private table there in the front there, uh, and, I'll, uh, and I'll be there in just a moment. Okay, Lancer's gonna take her up on that, and she's gonna um, thank her for that uh, offering, and she's gonna try, she's gonna round up Rook and T- TZ and, uh, and head that way. Like, perfect. It, 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 this in the side corner of the casino is essentially like, um, like a kind of a, a, a smoke field, like lower lounge there where like um, a small stage is set up. Very just think about your favorite like 1940s like noir film. Every mm-hmm. time they go into like the jazz club, this is that exact setting. You know, mm-hmm. crushed red yeah. velvet. You know, like a heavy atmosphere of like death stick smog and then hookah smoke as you all sit down in a very nice table in the very front. Um, uh, a gorgeous woman comes out on stage as a as a little Bith band behind starts to back up music as she starts singing a. Um, I put that here. Uh, you know, kind of an angry, mysterious song about a homeland that she still has uh, has love for. It's a very uh, kind of poignant moment. But after she, the first song ends, you know, the a Bonthin come the Bonthin comes up, and then Miss Cage uh, sits down next to you. And as the music starts up again, uh, you know. The bump, and uh, she'll since this is her private table, she'll reach over and like press a slight button there. It's like a noise dampening bubble. It's not something you can obviously see, but like the music suddenly like dims fifty percent as you know you can now start talking a little bit more freely freely amongst yourselves. She says, "Well, welcome to my casino. You seem to be a uh, a couple of newcomers to this space, but you've already been making some waves here. Apparently, the um, the smugglers have counted you as." amongst their friends, which well, I don't directly work for them. Their their friendship is something that I do value, so how can I be assistance? That's um actually really interesting of you to take notice of something like that, but um we're here not on official business, but we're looking for someone. Um a hut actually. Her name is Lady Ga. Well, you won't find her darkening my doorsteps, not while I'm still here. Uh, she's up at the uh, at the uh, at the capital suite. She can't motions up in the blue section there. Mm-hmm. She's um she's been a newcomer, not like yourself, but unlike yourselves, she's a little bit more of a troublemaker. Mm. Okay. Do you? Why do you say that? Well, 
in order to run an establishment such as my mine's here on the uh, on the pride on the space station one has to have a royal charter this is still the entire place is run by the royal house here mm-hmm. and unfortunately the uh, my benefactor who uh, signed off on the paperwork recently unfortunately passed away so it's unlikely that I still have the clout or you know within the royal court come next cycle that I'll in the next few cycles I won't be able to maintain this uh, location so someone with deeper uh, purse strings in mind let's say has been eyeing this prime part of reality mm, okay the duke I'm assuming yeah. was your yes the dear duke he was, he was a um, he was a dear friend and a, and a loyal member of the cause of the red tide I appreciate that. Rook just wants to blurt out, we think he was murdered, but (laughs) she also doesn't want to get in trouble with Lancer, but it's hard for her to, um, (laughs) hard for her to control herself. She's new to this whole investigative thing. Um, I think she leans over to Lancer and says, can't we just ask her what she knows? I think Lancer is honestly following the same line of thought already. And so she does like kind of take Rook's enthusiasm as um, maybe the go ahead to say, I'm sorry uh, that that's happening. Um, I'm not a business owner, but if someone tried to take my ship away, it would, it would be pretty devastating. Um, We're actually here on business for an old friend of mine who was also quite close with the Duke. And we've kind of gathered some information that makes it seem like maybe his death was a little bit more untimely than most. There certainly was a lot of suspicions around it, but unfortunately I don't have the power to uh, gather information directly. She can't eyes you up and down. What do you know? How much, uh, inf- how much uh, investigations have you managed to uh, uncover? I would very much like to know uh, if my friend was murdered, and I would definitely be willing to assist you in any way possible. Well, we don't know that he was murdered, but we have a lot of reason to suspect so, even from his own mouth. Um, The reason we're here is the Duke actually... um, created a message that would reach me if he did have an untimely death such as such as what has occurred and in in a sort of backwards way i think he is the one telling us that he was murdered he was a fairly crafty person now rook knows he was murdered because rook did the psychometry on the glass Mm -hmm. and knows he was poisoned (laughs) um I think Lancer, like, notices that Rook is, like, kind of, like, like kind of ed- on the edge of her seat, ready to jump in. And she gives her, she looks at Rook and kind of gives her, like, a little bit of a head nod as, like, you know, you're also a part of this. You can speak up if you want. <laughs> so, Rook leans forward, trying to act adult, and says... Miss Cage, what do you know about Dunium? Dunium, she says. She'll kind of lean back. Let me actually make a roll for her. Nothing, I'm afraid. Um, nothing at all. It's that a, I think that's a mineral. Rook wants to like reach out for something to physically touch to see if she can gather any information that way. Um, is there anything... We are at uh, Miss Cage's private table. Yeah, like you can try try to read the table itself. Okay, so do a force roll. Yeah, use a force Maybe. roll. Tz is just vibing, but right now I'm just just you know just enjoying <laughs> the the sounds and everything. He's very overstimulated right now. I have a nineteen. Nineteen. That gets you everything within the last almost day. Um, like the table itself has seen. There's not been much in the last, like, 24 hours here. Um, let me check. 
a dice roll. Yeah, unfortunately, just nothing like the 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 table itself hasn't really been used too much. Like, there's been a lot of like in and out. You know, occasionally like it's been cleaned recently, um, but yeah, no other like major operations have been uh, touching this table. I'm afraid. Okay, so Rook's just thinking about the conversation they had with T Lane, and T Lane, um, you know, mentioned this trading of dunium that someone was buying all the dunium up and t lane suggested they go to this casino or lady ga at the capital suite so i guess she's wondering what they're supposed to find here um if there's anything to be found here oh okay Oh, here's an idea. Here, here's what I'll lead you on to. Um, there was a man here earlier in the morning. He was a, um, he was a, uh, let me get him here. A Nikto, uh, piece of camp, a tough and rumble, the rough and tumble sort of person. He was here, like, in the very opening of hours. He, well, before the opening, you know, in the couple hours that the casino itself was closed. And he was sitting here, like, waiting, you know, semi-patiently, and then, like, tur- like, you know, he saw someone come up, stand up, and, like, walked away for a second. Um, we, after that, uh, the woman will say, uh, you know, Miss Cage will say, well, okay, I think I haven't gone this far without being able to be judging characters. I definitely think you are on the right path here. I will assist you, which I can. I think the huts are slightly are involved with this. I think either they assassinated him or knew someone who did might be my own personal bias, but I have a man on the inside. His name is spear. Okay. That is Uh, helpful. Is he the Nikto? She kind of looks at you like, Yes, he is a Nikto. She she looks at you very like like you know, intensely there for a moment. Um, I'll say Lancer also looks over at Rook sort of intensely like Oh and Rook shrugged just a lucky guess. Well, maybe that luck will pick we should maybe <laughs> you know. Luck's been your uh, fav- the favorite of your party for a while here, hasn't it? He has um I've I've arranged a meeting here where um where I think uh, well one of my uh where I would myself was supposed to make it to him to pick up some information. He's working on the inside for the huts. He's um he's a dub he's an informant of mine. But um I'll signal him so that you can uh, meet up at a, a predisposed location. She slides like a little data stick to your to the droid TZ. Uh, upload that. That'll give you the the information of where to eat, meet him. That would be great if we could work together. Maybe we can help avenge the Duke. Absolutely. She'll uh, she'll pull out a comm link and press a button on it that sends out a little signal. Um, yes. Uh, everything goes well, you, you should be ready to meet you in 30 minutes at that location. So, uh, keep it secret. Don't say, you know, you know, don't go directly there if you can, uh, but just take your time, uh, make yourself to that location, and Spears should be able to fill you in on everything. Thank you. And uh, Lancer rises from the table and um, like motions for Rook to follow and looks back and uh, just kind of like gives like a head nod to Miss Cage. She lifts her glass and gives you like a half, uh, kind of a, a tip of that as you walk away. Awesome. All right. Uh, now, TZ, I will say because you got a twenty-four with your perception, um, you'll probably you probably maintain like a good like head pet swivel there. Uh, you noticed as you uh, got up there that um, that the that there's a a person that you noticed earlier, kind of a younger looking male human male with like blonde hair was kind of uh, watching you guys as you were sitting there and talking but he uh, by the time you stood up and were walking away he was already gone just figured I'd, I'd make a note of that because he seems to be uh, hanging around for a while TZ's definitely not gonna uh, share that information right away um, with Lancer and Rook and, and just keep it for now knowing that I they knew could come there was useful. something up with that guy I knew it <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you guys head to the uh, location? I think. Um, so, are we on the same floor as the noodle bar? Uh, you have to go one floor down. 
Oh, okay. Are there any other like restaurants around this floor that we're on now? Uh, there's a couple like food stalls, like you know, like kind of like street marts, like roasted uh, meats, you know, uh, okay. noodles, uh, you know, vegetable, you know, wraps, those sorts of things. Like, there's plenty of like food to be had, uh, you know, here on the next floor down. Okay, I think um, I want to go to a food stall then and get a very small meal for both Rook and I. And then kind of park us a little bit out of the crowd so that we can have a moment to talk, but we don't necessarily look like we're just three people or two people in a droid standing there doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. You can have, like, find a, a, a quiet alleyway and get some, like, street tacos and all like that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I, um... You use your newfound winnings to, to buy, you know, cheap... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, overcooked food yeah (laughs) that's delicious and um so i you know kind of get us away from the uh rumble of the crowd and look at tz and rook and say i am surprised but i actually felt like maybe we can trust her what was your guys's read i do not trust anyone right away it's probably smart, TZ. Rook says, I don't know, but it did seem like she had a fondness for the Duke. And I got the impression that she seemed to appreciate the Duke. I mean, you got the same impression. This guy's spear that she's putting on the inside with Lady Gaul. I mean, I guess it's partly because she wants to protect her business. And, but do you think she's doing that also because Duke Suzuki was her friend? I think probably. I feel like there's a part of both motivations in this move. Um, but I think both motivations also work in our favor. And I don't know. There's something that tells me to follow this. I think Lancer also is still feeling a bit of a high from her, um, run in with Urso earlier and like the uh, like the feelings that she felt with Kuso and everything are still present um so I don't think she's being super uh critical of of anything it seems like a lot of people liked the duke that he did have friends here mm-hmm. i know he had enemies but it seems like he had friends too i think yeah. we should go check it out i agree tz you lead the way I shall lead. Uh, TZ leads you down uh, past the second level, and you find yourselves in the docking bays. The uh, do- the location that uh, you're being that you're supposed to meet up with him is Docking Bay 09. It's a um, kind of a standard you know affair, uh, you know, size enough for a kind of a smaller freighter here. Um, you know, as you know, as you get farther and farther down, it's a little bit farther down the uh, in towards the bottom of the ring there. Um, there's less and less people there, so by the time you actually get to 09, you can't check your left, check your right, and you don't see anyone else like in or around yourself there. It's just kind of a kind of a kind of a fairly poorly lit curved hallway with a large uh, bulkhead door uh, in front of you. Hmm. Okay, that's ominous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, huh. I think uh, Lancer would ask. TZ instead of telling him if he would mind going in first. I shall lead and protect. There's a clonk heavy like swoosh as the door is open up as you see the uh, the 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 uh, cargo bay in front of you, the docking bay in front of you. Um, there, it's pretty sparse. There's like a catwalk that goes around the very top of the thing for taller things can. Cat one makes large U. There's a closed bulkhead door on the far side that will lead out to space there. Um, uh, there's a couple like miscellaneous like crates scattered around, but there's a uh, figure that's sitting on one of the crates, like you know, uh, like in the very middle of the space uh, that's you know pointed at you. There's a uh, there's a lit data pad in their hand that's slightly illuminating their um, their uh, arms. Okay. 
Um, I guess now Lancer will kind of step in front of TZ and walk towards the guy. Did mm. you say it was a Nikto? Uh, you do, it's, it's, like, the only lights in there are, like, you know, kind of, like, slight running lights in from the data pad itself, so it's pretty dim in there. Oh, okay. I think, actually, Lancer is gonna ask Rook and TZ to stay put, and she's gonna go up to this person and, um, try to gather information on who they are. Alright, um, so, uh, do you, do the two of you stay put? Rook? Yeah hangs back, but she's got one hand on her blaster, and she's really at the ready, and she nudges TZ with her elbow and just says, be on guard, TZ. This is sketchy. TZ will get into, like, a, a ready stance, but it's, like, a little over-exaggerated. <laughs> they kind of, like, look like he's uh, super tough for Rook. Alright. Um, so, Lance, you just uh, walk towards this figure? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'll just walk towards him, and um, I think actually I walk towards him and and say, uh, "Excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, my friends and I are a little lost. I think maybe we ended up on the wrong floor somehow." Uh, the figure does not look up and does not respond. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry again. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. But I'm sure you're doing important work here. Do you do you work here, or can you maybe point me in the direction of someone who does? I imagine you're saying this as you're getting a little closer and a little yeah. closer. Yeah, well, uh, a little st- closer. Still, still no response. But you, you're probably like two or three paces away from them as you um, as you can see, like you hear like a drip. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, at that point, Lancer definitely, like, looks back at, um, at her companions and is just kind of, like, a little stumped as to what... It's it's very dimly lit in here. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess you can't really see Rook and TZ, but she looks back in that direction. Like, you can see, like, the silhouette of them there. Okay. I say Rook grabs TZ by the hand and they just start inching forward. Like, because they can hear what's going on, right? They yeah. know something's up. Can TZ uh, light his... Uh, ign- not light, that was weird. Ign- ignite his uh, fiber staff for light? Yeah, you can ignite it, and I'm sure you also have, like, you know, like, built-in light, like a, a flashlight, so if you want to shine a light on to this, uh, onto this figure. Yeah, whatever whatever would get the job done. Yeah, you can have pull like you pull out like your your chest panel, and there's like a bright light that shines out mm-hmm. from it. There, as you know, Lancer, you can have like turn around as as with the sunlight like lining up. You can have wince and turn around as you see that you know sitting on a crate in front of you is a uh, is a Necto. Uh, they're kind of loosely holding a data pad in their hand, uh, you know. But as you can have with the light now shining on it, you can have see that their their head is kind of tilted down and as you kind of push it up you see that there's a giant like well not giant but a very pinpoint like looks like knife wound straight in their throat as oh, God. blood is just down their uh, the chest there oh god Rook wants to heart drops Rook wants to run in and snatch the data pad Alright, uh, yeah, Rook, you, you rush towards the data pad. TZ, you know, what, what, what's your, uh, reaction? Um, I think TZ is trying to compute everything. I think, actually, TZ, I think since TZ has such a high perception, I think he's gonna flash his light immediately, like, kind of, like, do a quick, like, like, 180, kind of, just to see if there's anything else in this area, like, anyone else still here that shouldn't be here. Uh, yeah, make a quick perception check. Because... He knows that these situations are dire. Oh, that is a natural 20. TC is cooking today, y'all. That is a T9. That is perfect. That is exactly what she needed. Because you, as you like, you hear a, um, your camp, like, there's like a a slight, you know, your camp forward around. And then your audio receptors hear a click as you turn around. Um, the other two are caught flat-footed as a dark-cloaked figure from the uh, entranceway is kneeling on one leg and blasts right at you, TZ, since you're the most aware. So what's your defense, your uh, your uh, reflex defense? 
My reflex defense, is that the total you're looking for? Uh, yes. 17. Ouch, that's great. Unfortunately, they did get a natural 20 as well. Ew! Ooh. That's not nice. We hate to see it. We do hate to see it. Okay, hold on. That was Where such a cool... Oh, man. <laughs> Alright, let's see here. It's a blaster rifle, so that deals 3d8. And they're an assassin, so that's an additional 2d6. That's not nice. God, dude. Since I caught, since I was perceptive and caught it, do I get like an opportunity of attack? <laughs> uh, no, no, nope. they're too okay. far away from that. But the good oh. news is, you will, uh, you'll have a chance. Well, let me roll an actually roll initiative real quick. I forgot to do that. When we roll initiative, if we have uh, stuff in the initiative skill, does that get added? To yeah, it, you can that... add your initiative. That is your initiative skill. That's delicious. Everything is delicious tonight, y'all. Oh, TZ is rolling so good all of a sudden. Yeah, same, same. Well, was, uh, you two, uh, Gia and Rook, you don't roll initiative yet. Uh, 28. Oh, okay, okay. 28. I'll ask where you, well, uh, after this round, then you'll, we'll be in the initiative. 28. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yes. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, you do actually get uh, the first action there. Okay. Now, is it just regular? It's not an attack of opportunity? Like, they, they are probably about, uh, maybe maybe about 12, 10, about 12, 14 meters away from you. Okay, I'm just being clear because of the, the combat reflexes, so. Yes, yes. Attacks of opportunity only happen if, like, they, they're, when they're, they're in melee range and move out of it. Cool. Just was verifying. Alright, uh, so I'm doing an attack roll? Uh, you, you would use your movement to get up to him, and then you would attack, yes. That's what I will do. Alright, uh, roll the hit. <laughs> TZ can only do so much. Um... That is going to be a nine. I rolled really low. All right, yeah. You you they miss. They they swing. They you swing swing, but they kind of like mm-hmm. back out. Uh, yeah. They were in kind of thing, but then they'll take the shot. I'm using that nat twenty there, but will it? Uh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Well, that's a lot of dice. It is a lot. Of, ooh, that's a lot of dice. Oh, that's oh, not great. He's a oh, ten. That's not great. Uh, how many hit points do you have in total? <laughs> Fifty four. <laughs> How do critical hits work in this game? Is it just oh, double? Oh, stop that. <laughs> Is it just double? Not that easy being so perceptive to see it, but not able to stop it. Hold on. I can't take my droid out. Critical hits 145. Wait. Page 145. Oh, page 145. Oh, no, no, no. If you're on the target, deal double damage. Cool. But now let me quickly look at the I'm never coming back from that. Option. Uh, you, 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 you might not. Um, <laughs> no. Heroic characteristics. Nope. I need to go back to scale. She has face right now. <laughs> you can't like, I wasn't expecting this. Make sh- make sure we uh, save this video, y'all. Rook has um, very good droid attack. Okay. mechanics, so... Okay, uh, is flat-footed or otherwise denied its dexterity bonus reflex you deal? Um, that's that's weird. It has to be within six squares. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay, the good news is that doesn't count. So uh, an extra 20 damage. So you only take 40 damage, not 60. Okay, that's good. You're still alive, you in other words. <laughs> what do you have left? I'm at 14. Oh, gosh. Holy This is why I'm a tank. <laughs> Holy Griffin. Because, like, All right. if, imagine if one of y'all took that, because if one of y'all took that, wouldn't y'all be down? We would be down. Yeah. I've got yeah, yeah. droid skills, so I will fix yeah. you. Yeah. Um, all right, now, so, um, Ow. I, what, was your, what was your initiative, by the way, you said you got... Mon. Uh, yeah, everyone, now everyone, go ahead and give me those initiative rolls. Okay. Do I, do I, I have to re-roll my initiative? No, no, you just do it once. Okay. Oh my god. Mine was a natural 20, which went up to a 30 with the... Oh, wow. uh, I had a 3, modified. which equals a 7. We've just flip-flopped. <laughs> yep. And what was your TZs you said? 20 28. That would have been wild. Character death middle of the season. For real. Horrible. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, Lancer, you get the uh, first, you get an, an action on the top of the round. Okay, and I'm also about 12 meters or so. From uh, like you're a little, you're from the very middle, so that's almost more like 20 meters. So that's more than oh, just like okay. a standard move. Okay, I got you. Um, I'm going to immediately pull out my blaster and take a shot. All right, roll to hit. All right. 
And I do get a plus one as for my weapon focus feat. Okay. So let's see what we can do. Okay, that wasn't great. It's a ten. Uh, yeah, it, it just absolutely whizzes by. Yeah. Like having a, a fight there with uh, with uh, TC. So you blast, blast, but no, no luck there. Uh, speaking <laughs> of TC, it's your turn. <laughs> um, am I able to strike the individual? You are. You're st- still in melee range. Yeah. Sweet. We're going to do it. We're going to hope for it. Uh, that is a 14. All right. Uh, 14 assassin. Ooh, yeah, that's, uh, that's no, that's no dice. Doesn't, doesn't hit. He's a, this is a wily figure. What you, you, you're cloaked all in dark clothings and like a black robes. It's hard to really get a good look on them. All right. Mm -hmm. It's now uh, their turn. So they will, uh, what'd you say your defense was again? Uh, me? Yeah, yours. Uh, we're looking at the reflex again. 17. Uh-huh. 17. Stop it. Stop trying Oof. to kill, kill him. Uh, th- they will uh, like drop their blaster rifle and pull out a, a vibroblade and swing, swing, and manage to like get around there. Uh, and they do manage to get that hit in. So, 3, 6, <laughs> plus 2, 8, plus 1, plus 2 is 11 damage. Sweet. Still kicking. All right. Oh, there are sparks, though. There are lots of sparks. Oh, there are sorry. lots of damage. One, one other thing is, this is an important thing. TZ, how, you took 40 damage last time? Yes. That does knock you down your damage threshold. So you now have, neg- you have negative one to everything moving forward. So you had the top of your character sheet where you have condition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every, you should oh. also have something called a damage threshold, which is like your, your fortitude defense. Whenever you take like one chunk of damage above that, you can't get knocked down. Okay, so, so it's more than twelve. Okay, yeah. So like every time you take more than that, you get moved down to damage threshold to show that you're getting, you know, you might have gotten hit. You're hit with a really big attack and are kind of rocked from that. So I'm at right. minus one right now. Yes. Okay. All right, That's and then delicious. Uh, Love it. Life is great. Okay. So did I get a hold of the data pad? Uh, yes. You now you're now clutching the data pad. Um, okay, and there's. One shooter, or there's more than one shooter? Just one assassin. What? Just one shooter. There's one assassin. Okay, so I'm going to pull out my my blaster, and I'm going to use a force point, and right. I am going to take a shot. All right, so that's so, the d20, right? Yeah, roll a d20. I got a five. Holy moly. Do I add base attack to that? Yes, you would add your base attack uh, to that. So that's an eight. Uh, and then add your dexterity. All right, dexterity is plus four, so that's a twelve. All right, and then add, roll a d six and add that to that for your force point. Can I do more than one force point? Uh, just one per check, unfortunately. Okay. And I got a four. So that's a uh, seventeen. Seventeen or sixteen? I forgot all my numbers. I think you're at. Uh, I think I guess you have seventeen because you had. Okay, 13. I'll take it. So yeah, uh, go ahead and roll damage. That does finally land a blow on this. Uh, on this okay, assassin. and damage is 3d6, right? 3d6, yes. Okay. Get him, Rook. 13. All right, that's not bad. All right, so at the end of the round, there's uh, there's suddenly like a click, click. Um, so Emmy and, oh, sorry, well, Lancer and Rook are still in the thing. Uh, TZ, you were kind of dueling with, with, this, uh, with this assassin in the middle of the uh, uh, thing as he'll kind of look at you and take a camp off almost a step back as the um, the door begins to um, as the bulkhead door that you're at uh, slams closed. So I need you to make a reflex. Uh, what's your reflex defense you said against 17? Yep. Did right, let me make an attack him? roll for it. Alright, um, mm-hmm. it closes. You have plenty of chance. You want to jump uh, forward into where the assassin is or backwards where your group is. To Rook, to Rook. <laughs> Um, I think TZ is going to be so much in combat mode that his lack Your of... eyes are red? They're flickering. I think okay. his lack of, like, human and, and sentient instincts um, would just propel him forward after the assassin. All right, you step forward, so you're now in the hallway as the door slams between you, so it's just the two of you now, TZ and the assassin, out on the, uh, in the main space. 
and the main thing as the door slams behind you. And then Lancer and Rook, you hear like a as the uh, Bane bulkhead door behind you slot begins to slide open and, and mm-hmm. it begins to vent space. And oh, says, God. No! We, it begins to vent space? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're venting atmosphere, yes. As the, uh, you see <laughs> the uh, poor body of, of, of uh, like, once, like, it starts thinking, like, the, the dead weight of, um, dead weight spear. of, uh, a spear, of, uh, uh, spear like instantly like rockets out you know and just zips right through the uh, opening there okay lancer immediately grabs rook by whatever appendage is closest to her and what are we closer to the door we came into or the door that tz just went out of there's only one door in and out oh okay okay we're run- i'm running toward that door with rook All right. you grab uh yeah go ahead and make a uh, climb check, I would say. Okay. It seems like that'd be using like your muscles and like trying to like force yourself up there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not good, you guys. That was a natural oh, one, and so that oh, a three. Dang. All right. Um. So we're about to get spaced. <laughs> Party kill. I'll say it, it, I'll just say this: like you, you grab you know Rook by the wrist, and like you begin taking tra- mm-hmm. forward. But then, ironically enough, the. Uh, the uh, the first aid kit that's that was secured right next to the door becomes unmarred and just like beams you right across the face <sighs> by right. a med by a med kit. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, so that was your action that you're trying to take. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still Vindinox and TZ. It's your turn. Wow, we are all in the wrong place here. We should all be in the opposite spot. Um, TZ should be in space. Y'all should be on the other side. Um, well, TZ is um, you know, he's in combat mode. Um, he is sparking. Eyes are flickering back. He's he's thinking of Rook, but he knows that this assassin has got to be stopped, and he's going to attack. All right. Uh, make an attack roll. Yep. Now would be a perfect time for a natural 20. It would be. Please, d20 gods. Please. <laughs> okay. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a 20, but it's really good. Define it, really good. With it's, a number, good. Yes, uh, math, headache, 26. 26, all right, that's hits. Roll me some damage. Awesome, okay. All right, let's see, that is 2d6 plus a 1 for a bonus. Because I have melee smash. And then add your strength as well. Oh, and strength gets added, okay. Yes. The modifier? Oh, uh, yeah, the modifier, the modifier. 5, 10, that's 11. 11. That's pretty good damage. Yeah, TZ is not dealing with it anymore. Mm-mm. All right. Now, it's the assassin's turn as they will, you'll hear like a kind of a heh as they'll, um, you know, uh, you know, swing at you, but then like scoop back up their blaster rifle, you know, almost, they, they, they bring it to bear, but they don't shoot at you. They shoot at and hit, yes, they hit the, uh, the uh, door control panel that's behind you. As it starts to, as it, as it just kind of blows off, and like the control, like you're still the wiring that's there. That kind of this, and they'll, and they'll, um, after they blast that, uh, so it's no longer an easy uh, fix to open the door. They will just turn and run away from you. Cool. So what is that? That, that provokes an attack of opportunity. Oh, and it's based off of my. I get the whole combat reflexes, so, so you can make you can make a, nearly as many of those as you want. So yeah, yeah make, I have five, make, five total. Jeez, you only you can only use one. What? Like if there you there are five people around you and they all left. Normally, combat reflexes. You know, without that, you'd just be able to hit swing once. With combat reflexes, you can use five attacks of opportunity. Yeah, and that's so all, I, I, yeah. I could do five on the one person. No. Really? Because I I I read the rules very differently. Then I mean, uh, you I'll the let teacher. you I'll let you change that thing. But no, the way combat reflex works it works in this game and pretty much all the air ones is normally like in fifth edition. You know, okay. you only get one reaction. So after yes. if someone provokes an attack from your reaction, use that. Once you use that, well, that's that's all you get. But with combat reflexes, if something else provokes a reaction, you can then do that up to five times on five different things. Because mm, okay. Okay. I'm <laughs> um, okay. 
All right, let me pull this up here. Combat reflexes is on page 83. When opponents leave themselves open, you may take a number of additional attacks of opportunity equal to your dexterity modifier. Uh, if four stormtroopers move through a character's threatened area, you can make attacks of opportunity against three of them of the four. You still can only make one attack of opportunity on a single opponent. Okay. Okay. Make so after discussion, if you want to change your uh, that feat, I will no, let it's you it's still fun. It's still fun. It's just it's not fun against one person. So I only I get to do two. Is you that get right? to do one attack. One. Yes, just one. Oh, because it's for an additional. Got yes. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Everyone gets one. Yep. This just would allow me to do like, if we were facing a squad or something. Yes. Got it. We're good. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That is probably gonna hit. That is a twenty-five. That, that hits swell. Uh, roll me some damage. You got it. Okay. Okay, that is going to be a 15 points of damage. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. They're, like, they, they, you, they, like, block with their, their arm there as you, like, really cinch it up. Like, they're, you see, like, it, they're, like, the cloak, like, almost burst into flame as, like, their, like, skin, it looks like it's a, a pale-skinned human, like, shakes their arm and dashes away. It's the blonde boy, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. You didn't see his. You couldn't really get a good look at his face. All right, uh, Rook. Uh, you, <laughs> Lancer oh, was holding. Really? Did grab your wrist, but it's now like almost like the situation is almost reversed as they're stunned for like a half a second. As they're like, "Whoa, um, what would you like to do to try to um, not get spaced there?" So, is there a button to push that will close the doors? Uh, it's on. It, there might there, there's like an override cl- uh, close to the uh, the exit, the uh, the door there. So uh, like you might you'll have panel? to make like a yeah you'll have to make like a climb check to get there if you want. Oh, and I have terrible climb because uh-huh, she's uh-huh. not very strong. Um, all right, I'll do it, and then I'm going to use a force point again. All right, yeah, go ahead. Just used one. Okay. I really what does the force point action. do again? What uh, you add that? a d six to a roll. Oh, nice. Now, nice. technically, you can roll first, and then before I tell you whether that's a success or not, then you can choose to add a force point. Ah. I really need a natural 20. Okay, not too bad. So I got a 15. So All right, I'm going to do my force, my, um, force, force point. point roll. Six, six. I got a six! Oh, perfect. Nine. Yes. All right, with a so 21, you, good. like, crawl yourself towards the... Um, towards like the door there like but that's just your that's like your entire action was just getting to the space oh. there so all right uh lancer uh did like you know rook uh is now kind of uh, a front of you there like uh you're I just didn't kind of drag her with me oh with a force point i would say you could probably have made it like i think uh now uh lancer there is if if you want to you can try to make a a, a mechanics check to our you do you want what does lancer want to do now if I am close enough to the control panel, I'll definitely do a mechanics check to try to shut the door. All right, yeah, go ahead and make a mechanics check there. Uh, it looks like... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. That's a 23. All right, 23. You open... You, you press the button, and it's... you From the resistance, you feel uh, there's... There, the button doesn't actually activate anything. So you pull the panel off, and it looks like all the wires have been snipped. Oh, great. Okay. Um, I'm gonna... Is it, like, super, super loud in this room because of the... Uh, it's, it's, it's starting not to be. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. I'm gonna, like, literally grab Rook's face and point her face in the direction of the panel so that she sees what is the situation that we're in now. And I I'm going to... Um, if I can do this all in one action, I'm gonna pull her down, and if there's, like, like a big, like, piece of cargo or, um, like a railing or anything that I can, like, anchor us to, I'm gonna anchor us and hope there, to God that TZ can do something. There is, like, a, uh, I said, there's, like, there's a catwalk that's around there, so there's, like, a, a, a kind of a metal post that's not, that's, like, barely an arm's length away, so you can, like, grab onto the post and, like, grab onto her to try to, you know, keep her there. Okay. Uh, TZ, it is your turn. The figure is escaping away, but you do notice that there is a like the controls are busted, but maybe, but you know, maybe if you spark some wires together, you might be able to override that and open up the door. Um, does TZ know that like 
the other door, like the uh, outer door, is open. Like the I will say, you you can see like there's like a a, a view panel in there. So okay. now with that, you can see the 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 uh, darkest space okay. out there. Okay. So with that knowledge, would opening or attempting to open this door would that then just make the problem worse? And then uh, it would probably like there's like an oh, there's enough like override can panel. So like maybe if you override it, you might be able to bring up the ray shields. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I just like don't want to like you know expose the rest of the ship so and everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, there's enough like you know, the, <laughs> space travel has been perfected enough that usually that you know like a you know you can't just like open door and vent everyone out to space. Okay, like I know our situation is like kind of dire, so like there isn't much of an option. So yeah, he's gonna work on, um, he's gonna work on uh, putting the sparks together, knowing like he's watched Rook do, do so much work okay. on him and over the time and. Um, as this is happening, his eyes are like back to being like bright blue and wanting to do what he can for right. Rook. Make the mechanics check. This will be a lot easier than uh, than the from the opposite side. We love that. And remember, you can use a force point. So <laughs> you can amazing. roll it first, and then before I tell you, yeah. if it's just, I kind of forget that's a thing being a droid, you, especially as a droid. You know, yeah, yeah. I kind of forget. Um, I got a fourteen. Do you want to use a force point? You know, why not? Yeah, he's really feeling the inspiration from Rook, and it's flowing through him somehow. The Force is mystical, and we can't explain it. It's a four. So Okay, perfect. DC. Cool, because DC was 15, so I'm glad you used that point. <laughs> oh, God, like, I wanted to say, like, you should use a Force point, but I, I used it my my dad slash DM voice, like, maybe you should use a point there. So You want to use that? Idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Like, you still uh, yeah, have so, it. <laughs> so you spark it together, the uh, ray shields go up, and the door slides open as your two companions, like, you know, clunk to the ground there as, like, oxygen refills their human, well, they're up, uh, their sentient lugs there. Rook throws her arms around TZ. And says, I knew I could count on you. Thank you. We almost both got spaced. In a in a platonic, comforting kind of way, Rook, uh, TZ kind of like puts his hand on like Rook's head. Just a mechanical... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> pat, pat. All right. Perfect. Well, with that uh, out of the way, you've survived your first assassination attempt. Question mark. More to come. I feel like this is a good, like, yeah, happy place to go ahead and end today's episode. <laughs> yeah, so we're all happy. <laughs> happy. Yeah, you're just horribly damaged. So everyone here I'd will be muffled. Wants to really retreat to the ship and completely fix up TZ and psychometry the hell out of that data pad. Exactly. Oh, I will go ahead and, like, and regroup. And, and yes, you can absolutely do that. But I will say, as you pull out the data pad and, and like press it, I'll just so you know, it it, it all the uh, data pad just says it's like looks like it's almost completely blanked out. Uh, but it just it just says, um, you know, you know, you know, what would it say there? You know, it would it'd probably say feel- something like it would just say something like ha ha ha. Oh God! <laughs> can she feel um, Spears' last moments? Uh, I'll have you roll for that next session. Okay. Perfect. So again, uh, let me, where did I put that? Uh, thank you again to dear listener for joining us. You know, this is always great fun. I'm looking forward to this every week. Uh, just wait patiently for our next episode. I guess we're now halfway through this. So hopefully the uh, murder mystery is starting to come together here. So until ne- uh, then, just join us for our discord uh, discussions at discord.com slash And until next week, may the force be with you all.